Okay, we might as well get things started. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Entertaining Stupid Podcast. Uh, I think uh, you'll notice from last week that uh, our YouTube video got taken down, and um, that's mainly because... Stefan... Uh, well, it's mostly because YouTube doesn't understand sarcasm. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's bot generated uh, responses and stuff yeah. like that. But like you know, Stefan trying to be funny uh, said some things that were not true about COVID, even though he said them sarcastically. But bots don't care, and we're too lazy to appeal it. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. So uh, what the measures we're going to take is basically Stefan's on a timeout. <laughs> uh, he's not allowed back for a little while. Think about what you did, Stefan. Yeah, think about it long and hard, and then, and then go complain to someone else about it because we don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's just the two of us today because I thought we'd do something short, little sweet thing. Uh, what I want to talk about because I've noticed in the last little while uh, are how movie theaters will look like in a post-COVID kind of environment because uh i just saw some stats on the latest uh king kong versus godzilla movie Mm -hmm. and i think it did one of the best i guess theatrical releases in a covid in the covid era um with about 50 million or so on opening weekend all right and i it it just it just kind of brought to mind um the challenges i guess like the movie industry yeah, is, is, is facing because like it's hard enough to even just make a movie, let alone have people come and see it, see it in theaters, right? Because like when this whole thing, when when COVID started uh, to hit, there were things that were scheduled for release that never got released. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow, mm-hmm. uh, Mulan was postponed several months, and uh, a bunch of other movies were were were, were pushed back uh, in hopes that they could have a theatrical release yeah. and they would make all of their money on you know opening weekend right uh and and now as what a year has gone by yeah we still haven't seen uh black widow be released mm-hmm. uh mulan was pushed to uh, the disney plus yeah uh release i think there. that was actually a, a test to see if like because that's what i was thinking like if if Mulan did well, I actually didn't even look if it actually did do well. Um, they would just say, okay, well, the theater's just not worth it. Just release it on our streaming platform, which I could actually see happening in the future with pretty much everything. Like, because COVID won't be done for quite a while still. Like, we can vaccinate. Yeah, like, we get vaccinated, yeah. but there's still going to be precautions and there's yeah. still going to be procedures that we follow up until we develop a new norm. Exactly. I could easily see like the next three or four big films just straight to streaming, streaming services. services. So like I could I could see Black Widow being Actually no, that one is No, I could still see it going to Disney Plus with the opportunity to buy it just like you did with Mulan. Okay. Because, like, I know there were some people, Matthew, who paid that. <laughs> Even though, like, I you're already paying for a streaming service. Why would you pay extra just to rent a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, it's it's like it's like when Netflix first originally, you know, started. Yeah. Like, you were renting individual movies to, to watch and then returning them. Yeah. And then just became a flat service 
uh, all access kind of fee. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking like there are these comp like me uh, movie theater companies that now have to try and I guess pivot in thinking about how they operate if if a majority of people aren't going out to movie theaters anymore mm -hmm. how are you going to generate revenue right i actually don't know because like there's a lot of like film companies that like make films that have stakes in the theater industry yeah so like how would you even like would you just try and abandon ship before it sinks or well i mean if i can see like bigger uh like film production companies that have their own streaming services like Disney uh, and stuff like that, or, or if they have special deals with Netflix or something like that, then it may be more uh, lucrative long-term to just swap everything over to digital releases. And, and you'd have, you'd still have your theatrical releases, but you know, your primary, you're hoping that your primary, uh, I guess, source of income for those movies would be the digital release. Um, but like for like, say something like, Indie films that get picked up, or or uh, MGM, which doesn't—I don't think has their own streaming service or anything mm -hmm. like that. Like, like those guys are kind of shit out of luck uh, in terms of of you know distributing their their movies. Well, indie films, like there's, I can still see the theater experience being a thing, especially for like there's a lot of like indie festivals, like where a lot of those indie films win awards there. That will still be a thing. And I still think the theater will exist in a capacity, just not as large as what we have right now. Like, it'll be... I could see it all just, like, shrinking, and then it's just you go for the theater experience. So, so it'd be like it'd be like the old, like, drive-in theaters. Yeah, how, like... Like, they still exist in places, but they're just not... Yeah, it's, it's it's more of uh, an experience mm -hmm. in, in the environment, and yeah, okay, I could see it. I could see it like that. Like, like okay, so for the what is it, Scotiabank Theater now? In Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have that like little like arcade thing in uh, on like the first floor, or whatever. Yeah. I could see theaters like that where it it's not strictly a movie theater anymore it is that is an extra thing and like like the whole the whole like uh, market has to change a little bit like i could see it becoming like a, a birthday party spot like yeah where, or like uh because what we did with uh our friend connor's wife's yeah birthday there. that was we, that was a lot of fun yeah he rented out the the theater and we went and watched what was it uh emperor's new groove that's it yeah so like it, it's gonna have to change from what it is right now or else It'll just if if it can't change, it'll just stagnate and it'll die out. Okay, okay. Now I know you've been very vocal about your disdain, very critical uh, of it, uh, of the the whole movie theater uh, experience. I guess so. Like if if things were to switch over to a digital capacity, it wouldn't really affect your not experience in that. particular. Like it, it's not the I don't like the the seats or the movie stuff. It's, yeah, it's not like you it, wish wish harm to the company. Exactly. I just don't like all the other people who pull me out of that movie experience. I, I get more immersed when I'm like at home on the couch where I can, I sole focus on the film and there's no, like, cause my, my example was we saw John Wick three and there was the fight scene in the antique shop 
and he like pulls that knife from from the cabinet and he's like like wrestling with the guy he's got the knife like right like so close to the guy's eye and he's just like hitting his own arm just getting a little further a little further as it like slowly enters the guy's eye and there were these middle-aged women roaring laughing and i'm like like really really that's what that's what makes you laugh it's, no it's like i got so mad i was just like i'm i'm done with this i was ready to walk out of the theater not because the movie was bad but because i just hated the experience like why are you laughing and it wasn't even just like a a normal like comedy film laugh it was like boisterous cackling just yeah like obnoxious oh yeah. man i was so mad see like yeah i could i could see where like like those ones are, are annoying but like if we're I, I don't know if you ever go watch a movie with 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 dan he's always whispering well that's whispering just, your, dan yeah. I, I live with him it's just who he is as a person yeah and like like there's there's it's fine to have little quips here and there just uh you know I don't know, break some levity in the the, the film or something like that, yeah. and uh, that that I'm okay with. Um, but yeah, other people uh, talking throughout the film or, or stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why you see all those like uh, don't be this, turn off your cell phones, kind of it does stuff work beforehand. But yeah, I guess I guess would it would it be beneficial in your mind for everything to swap over to to digital because like on major movie releases or whatever right you get the theatrical release and then it's like eight months down the line it comes down to a a streaming service i mean for you i could see you could say that it would be like a little more current in when you talk to your friends or something like that about movies or something like that like if uh say and avengers endgame was streamed online and in the theaters at the same time you know you wouldn't have to worry about like spoilers or or, or stuff like that Yes, there is that, but like generally, I don't really care about spoilers. I'm just just not who I am. But it would be nice to be able to like, like when you guys went and saw Endgame because I never, I still haven't seen Endgame because I just don't care. But when you guys went and saw it, it would have been nice to be like, okay, well, I can sit at home while they're there. I'll just you know watch it at home and I'll know what they're because like obviously like that's all Matt talked about for like two or three days. Yeah, it would have been nice to be like, okay, well, I understand that. I could at least, you know, give my two cents and then slowly fade from the conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, he dominates the conversation so much. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like, would you like to see other films sort of be released, like, like closer to theatrical release dates to be available on, on, I guess, streaming services? I mean, it would be nice as, like, a consumer, but then think of it as, like, a, a, like a business decision. The theater does have quite a few, like, jobs, essentially, that would just cease to be because it's all digital. Yeah. So, uh, from an economic or a business standpoint, I wouldn't really like to see that because, like, there's a lot of people I knew, like, in high school who just worked at the movie theater as, like, a part-time job when they were in school or stuff that just, where else are you going to go? Like, and, like, in Saskatoon, there's, what, three theaters now? Yeah, three, yeah, three bigger three ones. ones. Yeah, and like, like Saskatoon is not a very big city, but then you multiply that by like say, all of Canada, all of the United States, you shrink that by eighty percent. That's a lot of people who just lose their job because times change. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then like you know you kind of lose. I don't know, like like for me, there's a bit of nostalgia of going to the the movies or whatever because like 
growing up as a teenager, that's one of the things you did for for a date, right? Mm-hmm. You go out, grab some food or whatever, Second and then date, go or third date, yeah, for a first date, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, on a first date, you <laughs> want to be able to converse with, <laughs> with uh, the person you're 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 with, right? Mm-hmm. And and a movie's not really a a, a good good place to do that unless unless you're just you know some horny teenagers that are just making out in the back of the movie theater uh did that a couple of times uh yeah but like i guess there's a bit of a nostalgia for me at least about trying to keep that uh movie theater experience Mm -hmm. um yeah if everything was to swap to digital i guess it's all this you know netflix and chill stuff but well like that's the thing like the like the theater experience in certain situations i actually really enjoy like for comedies or horror movies the like the rest of the audience reaction adds to the immersion like when there's jump scares in horror movies everyone gets jump scared it's not like three people in the back going like freaking out while the rest of the movies like uh, the rest, rest of the theaters going like shut the fuck up like come on i'm trying to watch this or like with comedies like everyone is laughing it's like going to a comedy show like the audience is, is participating it, 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 exactly it. It, it is that's what the like the theater experience is in that regard but for like action movies where people are like their reactions just not appropriate for like what is actually going on, on it screen. pulls so, like, you out because i remember like like you have the the ladies laughing at the john wick uh Witch film uh but we went and watched one of those uh hunger games movies oh yeah yeah and like i think it was like 20 30 minutes into the movie this dad who brought their their kids there just passes out and he's just snoring <laughs> throughout the whole film and it was so goddamn funny uh yeah and like you lose out i guess on little experiences like yeah. that which which can make make or break a, you know yeah. your night um yeah yeah i i can see like the movie you know the, the the movie theater experience has been sort of changing with the introduction of you know those imax and and mm-hmm. like the whole immersive uh stuff there's there's things like at the let the landmark hotel or not hotel fuck the landmark theater <laughs> uh where you get uh you know pick preferred seatings and you get the the yeah. special comfy recliners like and VIP stuff like that yeah you get alcohol with with uh that'd be, like that'd be something to actually go do because there's only a certain number of people who actually get to go like that there's only a certain number of seats yeah so like you're down to like from like a theater with like you know 120 seats to something that's down to 60 like or something 60 like that or even less than that yeah and smaller theaters or something like that and like yeah now now it's a whole dinner and show kind mm-hmm. of thing combined into one you're sitting in your seat and you can order food and, and and beverages and stuff like that it's still not worth it i'd rather just go to the <laughs> pub and and grab food and, yeah. and beers there but uh uh you know i guess for people who want to have that all-in-one experience you can you can do it there uh i've never been a big fan of i guess eating while watching yeah no it like especially depends on what i'm eating like i can't hear what's being said yeah but uh another thing with the theater experience is uh I was talking to a friend of ours, Connor, and he went, He and his wife saw the new Disney princess movie. Uh, oh, Raya, Raya, or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, except his wife was like, go to the theater and get me movie theater popcorn. <laughs> he literally went and bought a bag of, like, theater, uh, popcorn, theater popcorn. And then came home. <laughs> I, I have to say, something about the butter and, it, like, the salt I, in it. I, I don't just... know if they put, like, fucking cocaine on it, but... I need it. Yeah. I, I need all of it. 
And I just love how like all the sizings at like theaters are just ridiculous. I remember going down to the states to watch uh, one of the Star Wars movies, and I was like, "Ah, I'm just gonna grab a a small soda." And like this thing came out to be like 24 ounces. <laughs> was there small? And I was like, "What? Diabetes?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, yeah, and, like the way I sort of see I see things with theaters at least right now is a very blockbuster-esque type of yeah. uh, scenario where they're facing they're facing challenges and if they don't adapt properly yeah. then well then. just the theater industry in general is facing crazy challenges right now yeah yeah and it's, I guess it, the difficulty is just trying to be able to to get people to go to movies in this sort of pandemic situation it's like not a lot of people well not a lot of sensible people yeah will go out well like even, not even just like, okay, theoretically, let's say they could actually get everybody to go to the theater like they were pre-COVID. In this post-COVID world, it is costing more to make the film, which means they have to get extra funding, which means they have to recoup even more of a loss. Because like even like if there's only so many people coming to the theater like before COVID, say they add $30 million worth of production costs because they have to take sanitize extra time and... sanitize everything say they have uh somebody test positive so they have to shut down for a couple of weeks that all adds up and it's money that they're not getting back then you pair that with only getting 30 percent of people to go to the theater like the whole industry is in a lot of trouble even if like after covid is done and everybody goes back to you know yeah, and and about that, I'm gonna be a fucking grumpy old man about it. But I'm already like, a grumpy old man. Like, come on! Like, I, <laughs> back in high school, you take a girl out to the movie theaters, you get two tickets and some popcorn and some soda for twenty bucks, and like that was that was a fun date. Now, twenty bucks doesn't even get you the the ticket for yourself. <laughs> no, right? Like Jesus Christ! And I get it, inflation and stuff like that, but like. Like when 3D was a whole thing, that really pissed me off because mm-hmm. some movies did not deserve to be in 3D, no. but they were shot in 3D and presented in 3D, and you had to pay the the extra money yeah. for the the glasses. And it's like it was uh, sad that one of the best 3D movies I saw in theaters was Harold and Kumar three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> there was more 3D in that movie than a lot of others. Yeah, and it's just like it was like a gimmick, and like it wasn't worth it. No, it really wasn't. Yeah, and. Man, I kind of, I kind of wish you know the the old theaters didn't didn't uh, the, the the go under business because you know who wouldn't want to go see a movie for two bucks on a Tuesday? I know, right? Yeah, that was that was fantastic. It was just super cheap. Now, uh, now, uh, yeah, it's like forty bucks uh, to go see a movie with with someone, and then if you guys want to go grab food or something like that afterwards, it's, yeah, yeah. But that that's just me being grumpy and. Old and <laughs> complaining about things. Stupid. Why does everything have to cost money? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, how do you feel about, I guess, with with uh, like production companies trying to get stuff onto streaming services, like those exclusive, you know, it only appears on Netflix, it only appears on, on Hulu for the time being? Um, Like, I'm okay with that. Like, it's just like you got to make your money somehow. And if you can't get things in a theater, have a streaming platform pay you for your your thing. But certain ones, I 
I don't know, like things like say The Witcher, insanely popular, was really good, and I wish more people could see it because like I really liked it. Even though like Netflix is like the most popular streaming platform, but like to so say something that is streamed only on like Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I don't know if you have Hulu. Nope. Yeah. So like if something on the caliber of the Witcher was only streamed on Hulu, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to pass on this. It's like, that sucks, but I'm not getting Hulu just for this. Or like there's so many people I I talk to that they're like, yeah, I have Disney plus for the Mandalorian. It's like, then it's not worth it. If you're only getting one thing from this thing that you're paying a subscription for, it's just not worth it. Yeah, and stuff like The Mandalorian, that stuff is given for free as part of your subscription. But, like, say, you know, the bigger movies or whatever come up, like, I think Matt had to pay for the Mulan. And, yeah. and, and uh, when Raya or whatever came out, there's, like, a, I guess, like, a, a entry fee to go rent out the movie for yeah, like, or rent out to get access to the movie. Yeah, like, I'm paying a membership to then buy a movie. Like, no. We're just to rent a movie at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's also, I guess, I guess when we did go to movies, cause like there was a lot of, a lot of, uh, ads and stuff like that for purchasing those premium tickets or whatever that you get the digital access or uh-huh. digital access to it when it comes out, or you get the DVD copy of it when, when it comes out at a, as a, a, a an extra added feature to, to it all. I guess, I guess it's kind of like, kind of like that. Uh, if you really wanted, uh, you know, uh, uh, your own copy of it yeah but that was like a, a like you paid for your your theater ticket and that was extra for this you're paying for a subscription for the chance or for the opportunity to pay extra to actually see the movie now would it would it be different in your mind if if say the subscription price was increased but they kicked out the you know the the entrance fee to see yeah like if i'm paying for a subscription that should be it like have if you want to have like extra stuff like so let's turn it back to like world of warcraft you pay for a subscription but then there are extra purchases you can make for cosmetics or whatever that stuff doesn't really impact it doesn't impact my experience at all like because i don't want it i don't need to but it is there if someone else wants it and that is what i yeah but but if if the stuff that you expect to be content is hidden behind another paywall like i already broke through a paywall by getting a subscription why is there another paywall like it's it, just, yeah. yeah it seems it kind of throws me off on you know wanting to see movies like that because i i do have disney plus right yeah uh i go and watch uh the mandalorian wandavision whatever like mm-hmm. th- that stuff is fantastic but then when it comes to these bigger movies uh mulan uh raya and all those like i think soul or whatever was yeah. was on there it's like I would have watched them, but because they were behind uh, a secondary paywall, I was like, ah, I'm going to pass on it. I, there's not enough interest in mm-hmm. those films to to make me want to pay for it. And, well, I guess, I guess I, I'm trying to equate this to, like, say, the theater or something like that. And I guess, I guess it'd be the same in the theater sense where it's like there was never really enough interest for me to pay for the ticket to go see it in theaters anyways. Even if I say we we were invited by friends or something like that, I think I'd still go. I'd pass. Yeah. Right. I guess. I guess there is no. Oh, okay. I thought. I thought I had a point there. <laughs> I, I guess not. I guess not. 
Yeah, either way, I just think it's dirty. Yeah, Rubs it feels it feels scummy. Yeah, like and it. But I it, guess I guess I guess in the sense that it's like I'm paying for a service already. Say if I had like a, I don't know, some some theaters offer like some sort of like subscription or something like that. If you have a membership card or something, you get like free tickets every month or something. Uh, yeah. Or whatever, and you can use them to go see a movie or something like that. But uh, if it's a subscription that you're paying to get access to the content, you think you'd have access to everything exactly, as opposed to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm also a cynical asshole, and I'm kind of spiteful. So just out of spite, I'll be like, "No, I'm not getting your your service." It's fuck you if you want to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And. I, 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 it's like I don't it might be me again being old and, 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 and cynical uh, but like I don't I don't see a whole lot of point in going out to see see movies anymore it's no, like it, I have my life I'm busy there's things to do maybe it's well, because yeah. maybe it's because we're, we're single and, and you know don't, don't want to spend time with other people uh, but it's like I'd rather just be doing something something else and sitting on the couch and staring at the TV for granted you have a much busier life than I do right now because with work and school whereas I'm just working and then I come home and put Sleep. up with, with a man child of and a then, roommate yeah and then, <laughs> and then you just go to bed and then I go to bed yeah pretty great life <sighs> we we really have it made yeah but like I, I just I don't, I don't know it feels like I have to dedicate time to sit down and actually watch and pay attention yeah. to movies because I find I don't know when I feel like watching a movie I'll toss on something old that I know the storyline yeah. and stuff like that and I, I've seen it before and I'll just have it on as as, as background noise and it's like uh, that's not really watching a movie that's yeah. not that's not consuming the content and and uh, you know I wouldn't go out to a theater or something like that and just watching uh no that's that's not true whenever studio ghibli films are brought back that's, to old that's special though <laughs> yeah yeah whenever like certain old films are brought back i will go and watch those in a theater but like even um just like so like disney again like marvel movies i am so sick of superhero movies we kind of hit like like we uh, i don't know if if most people heard it on the spotify version but dan uh last week said something about like super mo- superhero movies are kind of the norm right now because everybody feels powerless I guess, yeah. uh and, and it's just a, a moment to feel sort of uh, extra special or or, or something like, like that even before covid like i still Oh, there was just they hit it. They 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 hit it with the original Iron Man, and they're like, "We can make money with this." Yeah. And they went running with it, and it's just oversaturated. Like I think the last superhero movie I saw was Endgame. I think. I thought you said the Infinity War. I thought you said you didn't see Endgame. Was Endgame the second one? No, the or Endgame th- was the last one. Oh. What the one before that was Inf- Infinity, Infinity War. Okay, yeah. Infinity War. The one with the Thanos snap. Mm-hmm. Where that was the last one I saw. Okay. I was just like, I'm done. I need a break. And then they just keep coming out and coming out. I'm just like, can I get something else, please? Yeah. And I think oh, like everything seems to be just like rehashes of the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And to me, it seems like everything's being rebooted. And- yeah. Rebooting Spider-Man for the third time. It's like... So tired of Spider Man. Yeah, Batman is being redone again. Again, it's like, oh, I guess I, there's there's huge money to be made in it because I think 
anybody's go- uh, you know people are going to see a new Spider-Man movie people are going to see a new new Batman movie no. anytime it comes it comes out but like yeah it's just like the repetition of it over and over and over again it's just like holy crap yeah like it's not just the repetition cuz like I can go back and I can read all the different iterations of Batman or like Spider-Man just in comic form and I I guess I just prefer that medium for like Marvel or DC I just prefer to read it than see it on the screen just cuz like I don't know I find that there's a lot that gets lost on when it gets translated to there's a lot of censorship yeah. and like you know twisting of things granted there's a lot that like seeing like some of the fight scenes get that, yeah, that is really cool but like just like story-wise i think it loses quite a bit yeah yeah and you know i think i think i'm getting tired of seeing the same story being told every time they reboot it like mm-hmm. you know you watch you watch Spider-Man lose Uncle Ben and, and, and get his powers and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, or Batman, you know, having his parents shot in front of him and stuff like that. There are certain films where I think it's like uh, the newest Spider-Man there. The first film, they don't do that whole yeah. origin story. Because yeah, everybody and knows. At this point, everybody knows. And it's it's refreshing to go, all right, he has his powers already. Uh, let's see what he, you know, does with it. Well, I mean, like that even just from like a, a filmmaking standpoint, that's an extra 30 minutes that you can have other content that like, it, it almost seems like when someone like redoes, say if they reboot Spider-Man again and they do show uncle Ben, the whole like origin story and shit, it almost seems like they're, it's insulting to the viewer. Cause it's like, yeah, we, we know we've, we've done this before. We know who Spider-Man is. We know who most of the villains are at this point. Like, can we just, get to like the meat of what we came here to Can see. Can we get to the action? And yeah. then like, you know, say you got 25 minutes of that before finally the story actually starts and you're just like, this was kind of a waste for the first little bit. Yeah. It's like 25 minutes is, uh, you know, uh, uh, 25 to 30% of the movie. Mm-hmm. And like, that's, that's, that's a lot of real estate that you could use to tell another part of the story. Yeah. Or just save the money and production costs. Cause like twenty twenty five minutes of actual like screen time translates to probably like months of well, months of film, but probably like an hour worth of editing, like, edit, like uh, edited down raw footage. Yeah. So like that could have saved you so much money. That could have like you could have added an extra like fifteen minutes to all the fight scenes, and yeah. that would have been a much better movie. Yeah, uh, and then and then maybe you know you didn't have to cut things out to. Yeah. To, to make a, a time constraint and, mm-hmm. and things could be more more relevant. Uh an example the the Snyder cut. Yeah. Right? Like I haven't seen I haven't seen the Snyder cut yet, but from what I've heard, it just makes the movie so much more better. Yeah. Well, cuz it makes it an actual story instead of just like there's a lot of points where it cuts out a lot of the exposition that you were just like, "Can't wait what what happens?" Yeah. Yeah. But, from from like the, just the clips I've seen online and stuff like that of like the differences and yeah. scenes and stuff like that it's like it's like night and day. Granted, it's four hours. So that is that is a long piece of content. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, the Lord of the Rings films were like that. Yeah, but that was a cinematic masterpiece, and I will I will not have you compare the the Justice League to Lord of the Rings. Okay, okay, that, <laughs> the Fellowship of the Rings is what is it? It's it's probably close to a, a decade now. I think it's more than that. 
more than yeah like jesus christ the fellowship that yeah. was i was a kid like, i was pre-2010 i think yeah that'd I'm, be I'm looking it up early right 2000 i want to say like 2004 probably so that, that thing's like 15 years old now now just out of curiosity i i need to figure out when this was made but your basement doesn't get good service i'm sorry we're, <laughs> we're in a basement i mean surrounded by concrete foundation and whatnot uh but like yeah those those movies the director's cuts were like three 2001 oh fucking hell so it's 19 20 it's legal yeah yeah <laughs> i'd fuck that movie <laughs> try and stop me <laughs> uh, yeah like those 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 things were the director's cut were like three some hours long mm-hmm. per movie and there's three of those yeah i think it was like a 12 hour marathon to do the whole thing or yeah something stupid and then like you, that. You, you toss in the hobbit stuff too because those were masterpieces <laughs> along and like you can spend you can spend an entire weekend just watching just lord of the Rings stuff just lord of the Rings stuff and the funny thing is that is only just the tip of the iceberg that is was it Sim, Similarian? I can't, yeah, the Similarian. I, yeah, I don't know how you actually pronounce it, but like that is just like, like if you made that into a movie, it would be like forty-eight hours long. <laughs> There's so much stuff in that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think from what I've been seeing, there's a lot of whole like like reboots happening and like they're tapping into like nostalgia it might be not like movies or something like that just like like streaming services and stuff like that because like disney plus they're they're redoing uh the mighty duck series yeah the the movies with uh emilio estevez mm-hmm. uh they've turned into i guess like this uh it's like an online like tv series or whatever it's like episodic and they're 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 bringing him back as a, a coach and stuff like yeah. that and like Man, I remember watching those in those, the 90s. Yeah, in the 90s, uh being a little kid, my older brother taking me to those to those movies. Yeah. Um and like there's just like uh I think like Cobra Kai on on YouTube or something like that is is just rehashing yeah. Karate Kid and stuff yeah. like that. They're remaking the Animaniacs too. Yeah, yeah, Space Jam is coming out yeah. again, and like, uh, it feels like the movie industry is really trying to hit hard on this nostalgia. Well, I guess feel it's really hard to make like new content now that is like seems fresh, because like pretty much every idea has been done in some capacity, so it's it's really really hard to it, it just in anything music or or film or anything to or even writing to make to make something that people won't go that's kind of like this and I compare it to something yeah it's happened. very it's very hard it's to have really a really hard to do that yeah unique uh, individual idea nowadays but I, I what do you think do you think like this kind of nostalgia would drive you to, to go watch uh, this stuff and like use their subscription service not, no. no no okay uh, yeah, I guess I guess if you you, you got to be like a really like diehard fan or something yeah. like that. I mean, it, it's a novel idea to be able to see you know a, a Mighty Duck series yeah. uh, a, a, again, but it's like rebooting all that stuff. It feels to me like it would lose something. It usually does when you when you remake something. It, it 
it changes. It changes. It's, so they're, they're playing on the nostalgia, but then they're changing it so that it makes people who are nostalgic about the original kind of like upset. It's like, hey, this it's different. It's not how I remember it. I guess it's like the rose tinted glasses thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe they change it in a way that it makes it want to go back and watch the originals or something like yeah, that. And if you don't have access to those, you'd have to go, you know, purchase those. Yeah. Uh, again, but uh, you know, everything is has to be sort of s- seen within its own time frame. Yeah. Because uh, if they tried, like, I, I don't know, I've never seen the, the 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 new Mighty Duck series, but they gotta change things and tailor it to the modern era, mm-hmm. uh, where maybe some jokes don't fly over yeah. uh, as they used to, and yeah, which makes me worried for the Animaniacs because. A lot of that humor was adult humor. Adult humor. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like I don't know if they try and bring back Ren and Stimpy, yeah. but make <laughs> oh, it PG thirteen. Make it PG thirteen. Like I, I don't know if that's yeah, if that's worth it to to dumb down your your content uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like even just look at it from like the like Deadpool standpoint where like that was specifically made for adults. The people who watched Animaniacs back in the day are adults. The people, like the people who are, who are going to see it are it's for the nostalgia factor. So you actually probably could with something like that, make it more adult. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like the, the Simpsons movie or whatever. Uh, cause <laughs> the Simpsons, you know, they were never allowed to, you know, yeah. do the middle finger. Uh, and like the first 10 minutes was just Homer running around, flipping giving everybody off. the finger. Yeah. It, it might be like that where it, it just provides, a I guess maybe a, a better medium to express certain jokes, uh, or something like yeah, that. Cause they're, they, it does lose it a little bit when you when something that back in the day was only rated like you know G or PG. It's a very different. It's a different ball. landscape like that, now. That, that would be a minimum fourteen A. Yeah. Like currently, so to try and make it PG again, it's not gonna fly. Yeah, I mean it'd be like, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, in wrestling, the Attitude Era compared to yeah. compared to now, like there's just so much difference between what was allowed on tv back then to to now yep ah yeah thanks obama (laughs) okay okay uh i don't know the whole thing's theater wise has to change because times are going to change that's just how it works but uh i think the theater will exist in some capacity I don't think it's yeah. gonna die no. die out. There's just way too much money mm-hmm. in it uh, to. But uh, it probably to, will have to spread its wings a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's, it becomes uh, kind of like a uh, rent out the theater to go watch a bunch of movies with your friends or something like that. Yeah. Because I mean that's always been uh, an option, but I've never seen it sort of capitalized on at least like in like the the group of friends and the people that i know like no one's really done that a whole heck of a lot uh rent out a, a theater yeah. to go watch a movie or something like that because like i've 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 you know heard stories where it's like uh pe- a bunch of guys rent out the theater to go play xbox or something like that and it's like it's a novel idea but i mean i could just play xbox at yeah. home 
right? And it's like, uh, you know, even even when uh, Connor rented out the theater to go uh, see the Emperor's New Groove with uh, for for his wife's birthday there, I I thought it's like I've seen the movie before. If I wanted to watch it again, I could do it at home. And and the the big factor of 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 me going out and and you know going to see the movie with everybody was that I could see my my friends again yeah. because I haven't seen them in a long time. And that's it's it's it was a great COVID idea because like theater's big enough that everybody can spread out. We can adhere to all the guidelines and still like hang out and see everybody. Yeah, yeah. But like other other than that, you know, I don't really have a an itch to go to the yeah me neither that theater. that whole era kind of died out for me yeah all right i guess we're just old grumpy men and uh we're just gonna consume our content yeah. in our preferred always uh, have been preferred medium we're gonna watch things in our our, our on our laser discs mm-hmm. on our vhs's oh man i can remember getting the lord of the rings on vhs that's how old i am i think uh no i had lord of the rings on on uh on a DVD, yeah, I never got it on a, a VHS. I, I remember watching Beauty and the Beast on a laser disc. Yeah, never had the laser disc. Those things were like gigantic. <laughs> it was like it was it was like fucking like a pizza that you would just shove into a machine there. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess uh, yeah. Movies got to change. Yeah. Theaters got to change and, uh, and and adapt, and I hope they they do stick around because mm-hmm. it is it is a fun experience in the right environment yeah. for for people and and uh, uh, man, I I still I still think drive-ins are are fucking fun to go to. Yeah, that was a great like whoever had that idea is a genius. Just like turn your radio station to whatever it is that they're playing it, and you just watch it from the comfort of your car. I'm surprised stuff like that didn't didn't really pick up during during COVID. Because I mean, you're it you're all kind of did to an extent isolated, and you know you can all watch it in, a, in like a Walmart parking lot where someone's just got it blasted projector. onto to the billboard next door or something like that, or the side of the building. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're gonna call that uh, there. Just do a short little yeah. little podcast here, because uh, well, I'm I'm extremely tired from all the studying <laughs> and stuff like that, and and uh, it is it is Easter weekend here, so mm-hmm. people have their family things, and and you know I'm not I'm not white, so I don't celebrate any of that bullshit. My and, family doesn't live here, so yeah, yeah. You get you get the you get the old man crew here. Woo! Yeah. All right. I remember back in the day when two quarters would buy you a house. It's probably not a very, very good house, but uh, full of asbestos and, <laughs> and aluminum wiring or something like that. Stuff back then was made to last. All right. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Bye, Bye guys.